lo- really lost your faith here um, mm-hmm. is that I I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Sea Biscuit. Um, <laughs> that's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen. Um, have you seen? I don't know if you've seen Encino Man, but. <laughs> I think I'm losing my moral compass. Oh, really? Really? I think my family's biggest fear in my faith change was that I would lose my anchor, my mooring. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, I think it started in the form of not stopping at the carpool red light. At the red light, when you're getting on the freeway, there's a red light. And if you're by yourself, you're supposed to stop. I just go around. I feel like a fool. I feel like a fool waiting. Yeah. When when it doesn't do anything for traffic, right? Have you looked at the studies? I, I do have the documents. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't have all, them all. I'm waiting on Alex Jones for the documents. You, you broke the law and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. It's, I, I don't feel bad about it either. I actually feel bad for the people I'm passing that are sitting there waiting for nothing. Yeah. And what does this have to do with your faith again? Um, I'm breaking the law. I'm, I mean, before I would have felt really convicted. Mm-hmm. And I think since I've lost a certain degree of uh, a certain picture of what the Bible is or isn't, is that has changed. Hmm. Whatever that. Zach, why are you oh taking a. Why are, you, are you not going to take the phone call in the middle of our podcast? Your phone should be on silent anyways. It should be. My apologies. I'm just going to check it. It's a unique number. Hmm. Very unique. Hello? Oh, my gosh. Is this is this Zach Who, Crater? Um, Bros Bibles and Beers? It, it's actually Bros Bibles and Beer, singular. But yes, what? that's me. Scott's what? here too, yeah. and Jeff. Wait, Wait. Who, who? This is Donald. This is Donald Trump. Oh, Wait, what? Donald Trump. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my what? god! Oh, Mr. <laughs> President! Wow. What? Why? I, got, I'm honored, but you know, why? Oh, I know. I know. I've got. Sorry, I, I have to get rid of the, the the Secret Service. They're like. Like you can you can't make phone calls on your on your phone. I'm I know like, they're like flies on shit. Tweets. I gotta make tweets, and I saw I saw Bros Bibles and Beer. I'm gonna retweet your tweets. They're amazing. You have an amazing show, Bros Bibles and Beer. Well, okay, it's so nice. It's such a good a good choice. Pardon me, Go ahead. Uh, I your, excellen- hear from you. your Excellency, Mister President. Mm. Uh, you don't you don't have to call me. You don't have to call me that. Just Sir Donald is fine. Sir Donald. Uh, I got to be honest, I've tweeted a couple times in response to one of your tweet. I guess a couple of your tweets, and it hasn't really been positive. It's kind of neutral. Zach, 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 you're not supposed to tell him. Well, I'm just being clear. I just want to be honest with the President of the United States. Um, So, just be be honest with me. I mean, if it's neutral, if it's a Switzerland thing, that's fine. I mean, they're, they're great people. I mean, I know people over there, they're great, they're neutral. What? So I don't know what's going on with the tweets. But who do, who do you ahead. know over here? No. In the United States? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, you said over here. Uh, I'm just you, curious. You, Are you watching? Do you know who I associate with? What's it, How creepy does this get? You're the BBB pod. Okay, that's that's all I can say. I had I had my people look up. BBB pod. Hashtag like BBB pod, yeah. 
They're amazing. I get another secret server. I got to I got to kick them out. They they're all over the place. I don't know what to do. Uh, I got probably have very little time. Okay, uh, I got important things to do. Like right now, I mean, I'm trying to get bricks together to build a wall. <laughs> Literal no, bricks. I don't have little bricks. You know, they're, they're like my tiny hands. I just I get little little bricks, little hands. That's a lot of bricks. And I guess you're buying in bulk to save money. Is that the deal? You know, I'm right, I'm right now, I'm just, I was at Home Depot. It's great people. I mean, they're good people. I mean, they're fantastic people. I mean, let's, who are we kidding? Lowe's, I mean, they're good. You could but, find workers uh, you know, to build a wall at Lowe's and Home Depot as well. You know what? I started recruiting. I started recruiting. Wait, There's but, great people in there, and they're like, I want to build a wall with you. Are there That's still amazing. people there? I mean, you did just sign an executive order um, making very tough restrictions and deport, deportation stuff going on. That's not the technical term, I realize, but uh, you did make it really tough on people that are here on visas and tough for people to get in, so... What? How do you know you're going to go to Lowe's and find some laborers? You know, it's funny you should say that because you know, just looking at the LA Times today, it was it was confusion. That's what was on the front. I mean, the media, they, I, these people, they, they're like little school children. I just, I don't know. But when we talk of visas, Mastercard, it just, you know, it doesn't matter. I take it all. And some, well, some sometimes I just, uh, you know. Sometimes it's just American Express, okay? It's American Express. Yeah. Lisa, you don't have it, you got to leave, okay? What if you okay? took okay. all the people that are on uh, welfare and you hired them to build the wall, all the people on unemployment, you, you, use them? You know what? You know what? You're Scott, right? Scott? How do you know my that's Scott? name? What? How does he know my phone number? Never mind. Yes, that's Scott. Scott's afraid of acknowledging himself. Okay. Mr. Holbert, you should come work for me sometime. You're such a stickler. You stickler. You just you you make sure that everybody's got you got all the. Oh, thank you, Mr. President. Thank you so much. So you're just an amazing. I want to have you. I want to have you in my my financial group of people because they're fantastic too. But you you could do amazing things with that budget with our accounting. Like Chris, you know, just cross up Num- welfare. Numbers, yeah. You know, dollar we'll, symbols. We can get more people to work and build the wall Decimal on the points. other side of the border. Maybe we can make them U.S. citizens. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't know that you want. No. I mean, that'd be nice. That's the point of building anyway, the wall. Hey, hey, no. Guys, guys, I got. You know what? I got to go. It's bath time oh. for Ivanka. Okay. okay. I, you know, as still as a little child, all the way up until today, she's like, I still need, I need to take a bath. Daddy, help. You know, she always wants me to get the sponge and soap. And then I, I leave, I leave. Good grief. She's a grown woman. You, but you guys you know, seem to have a really I special relationship. Do you guys have a special relationship? I don't, I mean, she's my daughter. She's my daughter. I mean, what is it, you know? Is she I mean, single? You have a daughter? What do you do? I have, you I have two daughters. You help out? I've actually stopped uh, bathing them a while ago. They're seven and nine, which well, I'm sure you already know. I don't but ba- hey, I don't bathe them. I just, you know, I help out. Hey, she just like to see my face for a moment. Hey, daddy, okay, and then I leave. Okay, okay, okay. I got things to do. You guys, I gotta go. I gotta go. I love you guys. BBB pod. Be okay. You guys are amazing. Thank you Fantastic. so much for calling. Yeah, we really appreciate nice. it. This was you're, a you're surprise. Such nice guys. Such a, you absolutely. 
I can't wait until next time. I listen to you all the time, every week, every week. I love your twits, tweets, mm. whatever it is. Mm. It's amazing. I'm going to retweet, but only between 2 and 4 a.m. because everybody's watching me. Okay. Right. Bye, guys. Right. Okay. Bye. You. Let's make America great again. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, and So, Mr. President, one last thing I wanted oh, to ask you. Uh, wait, what? He's gone. I didn't. I had an opportunity. He, so, Scott, what what would you what were, what were you gonna ask him? I just want to know if his daughter was single. I, just, you know. I actually, that's a good question. No, she's dating a guy. He's a famous so she's guy single. too. Well, who cares? Yeah, she's not married. She's yeah. not spoken for. Man, that was right. That that was a that was crazy. that was insane. I can. Man. I have no idea. I don't even want to know how he got my phone number. Uh, I don't know. How does how does the U.S. government get our phone numbers? We do file our tax returns, so that's possible. I guess my name. We do? My name is Do associ- we put our phone numbers on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but either way, I think that's going to result in, dare I say, good things. I, I mean, I can't do Trump. I acknowledge that. Was that like a Danny DeVito? Yeah, I, tough, just, tough guys? Good things. You got good things, okay? It's good things. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, Danny DeVito or... I mean, not Danny yeah. DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> or Robert De Niro. <laughs> right, that's... Right. Uh, okay, I meant to say... Well, that. I think that that is... That's going to be a boost for a podcast, for better or worse. I think for better. But I, He's not my guy. I think that's, Obviously, that's, you went right after that's him. That's pretty clear. I just want to be clear that I, I've said some things. I reacted to a couple of his tweets. Actually, I was trolling, hoping that I would get a read. You know how... Trump has retweeted people, just random people that he disagrees with or he replies to them, and then their Twitter just blows up. I've tried to troll Trump a couple of times to get him to do that. Did not work. Hmm. But that was amazing. So, Well, you just got to make up stuff about him, and then boom. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> or tell the truth. Yeah. Tell the truth. So, tell the truth that he doesn't want her. I, he doesn't want her, yeah. Should we not? I don't I'm just kind of marinating the fact that he was going to go bathe his, his <laughs> daughter. <laughs> that kind of, it's so, I'm so numb to this political process that that washed over me, pun intended. Hmm. Well, if you need someone that, you know. It sounds like he was into you, Scott. <laughs> he, finance of some sort, dollar. I did get an A in finance, in business finance one, and he I know he knows that. Maybe he has a heart too. He, but I got a C in business finance too. He must yeah. listen to us a little bit. I mean, he's, he called you a stickler, and you are, you are, you do. Yeah, make, I don't know where that comes from. Well, for I, definitions, sure. you're very clear. You try yes. to be clear. Oh, you want okay. things to be th- right. Mm, what does that mean, Jeff? You want things to be right. Like if someone says something, and you're like, "This is not yeah, the fact." Sure, I like, want. Let's make what? sure you kind of walk people down that path. I know, but like. But when you say that, like you're like as if I want people to be wrong. No, not that you want people or to I be don't, wrong. I don't want people to be wrong. Or you want to correct. You want to make sure that the correctness gets out in. Just like I did there. Boom! Boom! In your face. Yep. Yeah, that'll Scott, leave if you a have bruise. to explain it, it's a mistake. I mean, you should just let people marinate in the fact that you were sticklering him. I want him to know it. So as I was saying, I have been running red lights. And I just want to know, is that a symptom of my, some would call it a decreased, uh, a decreased value on the biblical authority? 
And I don't get with, it. with that, does that transfer into not caring about the laws of man as much? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I was <laughs> does, <con> the <laughs> does the, like, who's, if you, if you go over the speed limit, you're a sinner. Who's, yeah. Who says that? Well, I mean, but well, I, mean, I know the Church of Christ of LA does. But yeah. not only do I speed, I run red lights. Yeah. I don't wait at left turn signals no, if, you if don't. there's nobody coming. I yeah. I go. Man, uh, you are so free in Christ. I think my freedom is showing you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little too much. <laughs> but get some longer <laughs> shorts on there, buddy. You've been set free. <laughs> Oh, I'm man. I'm I'm guilty of it. Uh, usually, you know, looking up uh, plane fare while drinking a coffee, having an oatmeal on my way to work, maybe listening to a little bit of a uh, podcast. Uh, oh, I'm driving. Oh, I'm going 85. <laughs> oh, driving so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going 85 on the shoulder <laughs> in 45 mile per hour traffic. Well, no, that's why they put up those. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, whoops! Let so, Zach, is this a, like is this a real thing? Like, I or you, oh, don't, I don't tell me that was fictitious. No, I do. You I like run, to run red lights. Well, no, no, I no, I totally agree that you run red lights and stuff. But I mean, equating somehow with, uh, you know, making you don't see a connection. Jokes about I'm not losing my minority. My, uh, you have you have no minority. You're completely like, white. And now my privilege is showing. I'm not <laughs> losing my morality. That's not slipping away. I lost my high view of scripture, Scott. Oh, you did? Wow, Zach, you're on a <laughs> roll. <laughs> I know. This is like so this is we're just so something happened this week and it's only Monday. Get it out. You got get, a case it, of the Mondays? No. I actually think I have a higher view of scripture than I ever have. And all the other that, people have lower views. No, it's just, it's resulted in my personal walk, dare I say. And I do dare. And mm -hmm. I will say mm -hmm. in my personal walk that um, it has resulted in a faith change and a higher view of scripture, all while being considered a low, having a lower view of scripture by a certain people I know. Like who? I don't know. Why you look at me? I because you asked me like who? Oh, okay. So I believe he's trying to hide his subject matter. I'm all for transparency, except except, except in this case. I'm gonna be like Scott. I know who it is. I, I, I know. I, I I know who it is. Are you trying to be Trump right there? I, no, I was trying to be Danny DeVito in God <laughs> in Goodfellas <laughs> in Godfellas. <laughs> That's the Christian version. Oh, yeah. there's got to be a Christian shirt. You know those Christian t-shirts? There's got to be a God, Godfellas. you got like a dude in sandals and a, <laughs> oh, it's gotta a be fishing a, net. No, it's got to be a couple of dudes, and they've got to be bro-hugging. Side, side. Well, side you could bro-hug. You don't want the full frontal, but not. You don't want the tips of your penises to touch, though. Even with clothes on. Scott, mm, clothes are on. You right, 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 right. So. Yeah, I. Godfellas. It's got to be silhouette too, probably. Silhouette? Or I guess it's got to take off whatever the Goodfellas logo is, which I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> Could you guys go back and delete the part where the penises are not touching? <laughs> yeah. That's how I was kind of having a hard time with that. Like, I never really thought about that. I'm, 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 trying, to, uh, I'm trying to process that. I'm still. trying to erase that from my mind and it won't go away. <laughs> my God. No. Yeah. No. 
And then he Get said, away. and then he said, even if it is under clothing, and you're like, mm, why wouldn't it be okay. under clothing? Okay. Uh, there it should was, never it was be just in, it hugging. Was just, it was just in case that. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. In case Dad. someone. We'll that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So you have a higher view of scripture. You're the, breaking uh, all the speed uh, uh, laws. What was what? What was the? Uh, 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 <laughs> That's when I, yeah, sometimes I, you know, I forget what I'm saying. <clears throat> Actually, so, I believe yeah. that was, a rec- you were reciting the alphabet. Would you do that one more time? I believe it was A-I-O-U. The, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then you finish it up with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I promise <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to try to keep this toy to, to a minimum. minimum. <laughs> So, okay, as a recap, you got a you got a really high view of scripture. You're breaking all the speed laws. You're, you're cussing. You're, you're, you're cussing. You're listening to secular music. You didn't even go to your own church last week. Ooh, uh, unbelievable. Oh man. Oh man. I'm it sure did. you've written stuff off in your taxes that you probably weren't supposed to. No, don't tell Trump. Board. What else, Zach? What else? By the way, just on a side note, I'd like to point out that last podcast, I was talking about how our media takes everything and turns it into an acronym. MAGA or MAGA. I know. Yeah. Hashtag MAGA. Ridiculous. It's just depressing. Mm-hmm. I, I poop a little bit every time I see somebody do that. And see somebody do that seriously. I don't mind the jokes. You no. can do it funny, I'm sure. Hey, guys, we have a guest today. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Do it one more time because I missed it. We we have a guest, Jeff. Is that can we can we get it going? Get it going. Get it going. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> oh my goodness. My plan is eventually to have enough sound bites from each of us to where we could have a conversation with you not being here. Yeah, Jeff. Get out. I'm glad that's the objective. <laughs> so Great guest. We're talking to the guys from Godspeed Podcast, Ryan and... Jameson. Yes. So we'll we'll get them on here and hear what they have to say. They do have a fun podcast. It's in the vein of real, honest, faith, faith-based faith talk, would you say? Yeah, not like MacArthur and uh, the other guys. Who? No. John McCarthy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. MacArthur. Grace to you, Jeff. And also with you, Scott. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's bringing out the Catholic Church in me. I did write them a review, and I said on iTunes, and I said that um, the world will be a better place once the religion and spirituality podcast section is populated with po- more podcasts like Godspeed. Oh, so you have a high view of them? Yeah, hmm. that's, that's what why it is. We're, that's where we're having them mm. on. That's why. Mm. Godspeed. I'm running red lights. I'm putting it all Speed. together. Yeah. I started listening to them recently. But you've been running red lights for <laughs> a long time. No, I've never run red lights more than now. Man. Hey, Godspeed. Hey, you are free in Godspeed. I'll pray for you. Yeah, please. Please pray for him. <laughs> okay. Lord, guide Zach through as many red lights as possible with safety. Uh, just Why pray. Are you making, you're making eye, just go ahead. Keep praying. Pray blessing on he's, he's, his, he's his monster truck. To close your eyes. He's looking right at his eyes. brand new monster truck. 
And just I if there's any Priuses, any Priuses in the way, just allow him to catapult and crush any Prius. Okay, I'm okay with that. Well, especially with mine. If it could be mine, like get an insurance claim and a new car, that'd be great. All right. Amen. Where are you parked? Oh. <laughs> Amen. Thanks, Chad. <laughs> you bet. Godspeed. Yes. Once. All right. I'm going to draw a little arrows. I know that Zach is now the, the wiener hat. The wiener hat. Yeah. The w- wiener half? Wiener hat. <laughs> the state of <laughs> California. <laughs> It's great. I thought it was a wiener with a halo. <laughs> it does. It does come nice. to a head there. Oh gosh, you think they were from Oregon or something? That's funny. I am wearing a Rangers hat with California and a halo. Oregon. Oh, this is so good. Oregon. Godspeed to you guys. Ah, thank oh, you. <laughs> Wait, and then which, and which so one's lame. there's a? I know there's a Jeff in there. Jeff right in the middle. middle. Right in the middle. Go. No, I can't remember. Scott. The other name. It's it's okay. Scott. Scott has self hatred issues. It's an un- I do. I will probably move off the screen eventually, <laughs> and you won't even notice. Yeah, he has an uncommon, <laughs> uncommon name. And we Scott. Glad everyone has beer except for Ryan, probably. Yeah. So Ryan, do you not drink? Do I? Oh, heavily. No, of course I drink. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. I can trust you more now. <laughs> do you mu- do you mind front hugs? By the way, Zach wants to know. This is getting awkward. How do you do early. the bro hug? We were um, we were talking about it before we hooked up with you guys. Uh, we were talking oh, yeah. about what was the it was Goodfellas. If there was a Goodfellas shirt, the Christian version would be Godfellas, and it would oh. be some sort of a a I bro know. hug in silhouette or whatever the logo is. And we were just trying to figure well, out what that. I might think look it's like. Godfather with the puppet thing. Is that's the uh, picture? I don't know if there's a Goodfellas <laughs> shirt. No. So what does maybe, a bro hug look maybe, like? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, how do you guys is bro hug? Go- do you guys get? Cl- is there close like front to front, front to front? I flunt. <laughs> I do love flunting. You guys, uh, you guys don't side hug each other, do you? <laughs> oh come on! What's wrong with a side hug? Depends. Yeah, on no side, side hugs. Side. Good. Side hugs. Good. Side, hug, side hugs. A Portland hug. <laughs> what does that mean? You have- you have to side hug because you might hit each other's man buns otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> Boy, we may be related. That's exactly what we were talking well, about he's earlier. Actually, he's actually not talking about a bottom, though. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's talking about the hair. Yes. <laughs> side, the side hug is, is hitting side buns. Oh, you're talking about like... No, so... Actual hair on the head upstairs, not down, Scott. How do you forget this? Forget this. Oh man! Is there a segue out of here? How do you backward? Yeah. How do you butt to butt hug? If That'd you side hug, are you not listening? Once again, not <laughs> listening at all. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for being here. So, how did you guys hook up and start a podcast? What started that? Oh man, we've been we've been doing a ton of stuff together. We started writing, and you know, and then we. Jameson is just such a he's such a great interviewer and he worked as uh, this journalist for a magazine for a long time. So I was like, man, how can we utilize that a little bit and do something fun? And he's like, yeah, why don't we start a podcast? I was like, hey, it's not a bad idea. I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'll, I'll be there for you. I think we we were meeting up. We used to have these like, quote, almost like creative meetings. We would meet at the library by our house. And uh, we'd sneak food and drinks into the little study rooms. And I think I think literally that day we had met up 
to we were we were trying to come up with app ideas for a long time. We had a couple of different ones we were working on, and by the end of that that particular day, I think both of us were just we'd always reference different podcasts and stuff. And by the end of the day, we just walked out of there going like, yeah, let's just do that. Let's, let's just do something we know could be done. Awesome. So how did you <laughs> dial into your format? Like, what? How intentional were you when you started? Actually, I want to know um, what. Yeah, what was the very first one like? Was it different than what it is now? Not that much. We, I mean, we honestly only started back in November, but we recorded a couple just for fun, just to be like, oh, this is easy. It's just talking, right? And then as soon as you hit record, then all of a sudden you don't know what to say. <laughs> and then you, you're like, it has to be entertaining, informative, not sound nervous. You realize <laughs> how many things go into it all of a sudden. Yeah, it's but not I think, quite as easy. Yeah, you guys no, are, I, man, I don't know if we even think that far. Okay, let me let me try my, my <laughs> let me try my interviewing skills. So you guys are from you're from Portland. Does it rain a lot up there? Okay, forget it. Forget it. Yep. <laughs> no, back to Zach's question. The format. You guys have a structure to your podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah. But we do a lot of <laughs> we do a lot of interviews. But it's uh yeah it's i don't know it's pretty it's pretty loose though man it's loose well it's it's it kind of interesting because i think the format I, I know as far as the topics and stuff certainly came out of and this is what everyone says but a lot of um a lot of people just kind of <laughs> sorry i had to i had to pose for the picture that, that scott was <laughs> taking cool. a lot of people have the mentality of my friends and i sit around and have these awesome conversations i bet other people want to hear these and we thought the same thing, but I remember at least in my mind backing up to like, but I don't want that to be like the spiel of like me and my friends are super interesting. So everyone's going to want to get in on this. But a lot of the topics at least came from me and Ryan kind of disagreeing on a lot of stuff. And we grew up very similar, um, had similar beliefs up until just a couple of years ago. And then we were already such good friends that a lot of that, instead of tiptoeing around these topics with each other, we found that we were just being super blunt and being like, ah, I don't know if that's uh, that's a real thing. I don't know. That might be, that might be kind of dumb that you think that. So we, <laughs> I think people on the outside would, would sometimes kind of be like, I don't, that's that's an interesting way to talk to someone. It's <laughs> a very disrespectful way to talk to your friends. I'm like, we should record this disrespect. So is <laughs> is there like an objective that you guys have for your podcast? I mean, do you, are, you proje- are you projecting, you know, a year or two from now, is this what you, you guys still want to be podcasting? Do you want to you know, make uh, your podcast something that is Great greater again. than it is today? Great again. Hey, you <laughs> said you, you said it, I didn't, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can I can speak for myself at least. I, I think I think it's a really, really fun hobby, but it's very we talked about this on the show the other day. For me it's very hard to just, to just do something for fun or as a hobby. Like I wanna get hundred percent into it and I wanna take it as far as it can go. So I, I would hope that we're still doing it by then. Um, and I don't want to get one of my goals is to not get bogged down with uh, like the numbers or anything. So I don't know about Ryan. Ryan's ready to quit right now, I think. <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's just a fun outlet is all it is. And I'm sure you guys know. I mean, I don't right. know anything about your podcast, but I do know that it sounds like you guys have a good time when the, the parts that I've listened to from your podcast. But for us, you know, it's it's the same thing. But we do you know, we want to. We want to have great conversations with interesting people is the goal. And hopefully people get something from it. That's all it is. But for me, it's more of a selfish thing. Like, freaking, <laughs> hey, I, I love talking to half the people we've talked to. 
And it all, yeah, I always walk exactly through those people. conversations <laughs> with just, I don't know, all this great stuff. Yeah, well, like I, you guys, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, I respect you as okay. an elder. Shut your mouth. Older, I mean, an older man. <laughs> Thank you for honoring Jeff. Scott. I respect you because you're an older man. You're not, shut yeah. <laughs> shut your mouth. And now I forget you totally screwed up. All right, my oh God. So yeah, you. So speaking of the guests that you just had, you you just had Jake uh, Lures on from August Burns Red. Mm-hmm. Zach, I don't know if you're going to talk about this later, but uh, go for it. Yeah, we Zach and I just went to their uh, Messengers concert on Wednesday. Man, that thing was yeah. awesome out here in uh, SoCal. That was that was that was great. Awesome. Origi- originally, we were going to talk, you guys and us were going to talk on that night, and whoever I was talking to on Twitter, too, you're like, well, we could skip the show if you guys want, can only do that night. And I'm like, no way. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was dedication. He's, he's, he's lost <laughs> his touch. That was, yeah, I actually didn't end up going to the show later that night. Um, I should have. I regret that, but yeah, such a good cool. dude. Such a good band. Is there going to be a segue into the Bibles part of this show? That's what I keep waiting for. I'm on edge <laughs> waiting for it. Well, fancy jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there will, because I, I heard something about you turning agnostic after going to school. To, mm. uh, to seminary, yeah. yeah. Seminary. Interesting. So to be clear, Ryan, yeah, Ryan. Ryan, they're establishing a rapport. Don't don't hurry up the process. I'm, I'm sorry. I just I, I need to know if it's going to happen or not. I'm <laughs> in a hospital parking lot waiting to know. Just Ryan, wait. Jesus is on his way right now. Okay, hospital parking lot. Explain. <laughs> well. I just got done uh, at work at Nike, and I couldn't go home because my two little kids are going to pounce on me as soon as I walk in the door. So this is about the only chance I got. That was a humble brag. You're such a good father. They can't wait to touch you. Is that what you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So why don't you t- Ryan, why don't you talk to us about uh, seminary and how that – what were you before? What was your faith before seminary and what happened? Oh, it was um, – you know, my faith was always pretty solid before. I mean, I had ups and downs. I actually, I went through a spout where I had doubt pretty bad, and I ended up getting hooked up with uh, this apologetics ministry. Ended up teaching that for a while. And that's kind of what led me to want to go into seminary. So, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I mean, Jameson knows we've been Christians together since freaking middle school. You know, so it just. Uh, it's crazy how things change, and for me, it did in seminary. Like, the deeper I went, the, I didn't feel like it was as solid as I thought. That's always fascinating to me. Uh, I, I'm kind of, I, I think in our bio it says, well, I know it says progressive and conservative and whatever Jeff is. Um, I'm kind of the progressive wing, although that doesn't, that doesn't really do, the labels don't really It's always changing. Justice, yeah, it is. I just go wherever the wind blows me. Since I lost my mooring, moorings, moorings, John Muir. Never mind. I love Ryan. Ryan, I love that your answer is. You know, I was a very strong, strong believer, and mm-hmm. so strong that I became an agnostic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like exactly. There's something agnostic is the new believer. Ironical. That's what. Oh no, no. Uh. <laughs> Exactly. How can you not be? That's what I keep asking myself. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's what too kind of drove the the dynamic between like yeah we've been friends a long time and like a lot of the same stuff, uh, but now we're just learning our approach to like what is true and what is the Bible and and having you know we went to school together just just through high school really we met when we were about thirteen or fourteen 
But then now to kind of go back into like, well, what were you, what was college like for you? And what were, you know, some of those years in your twenties, like where we were friends, but we weren't really going that, that deep with each other. We were just, you know, going to see Captain America and that was about it. So now it's kind of fun to go back (laughs) to dive back into uh, where are we now as adult men, which I still don't consider myself, but Ryan has kids. So by default, he's an adult (laughs) man. I have, I've got two girls. Jeff has about 15 kids. They're all blonde, <laughs> and he's not Mormon, but but uh, and he's making a pilgrimage to Germany uh, coming up soon. Okay, it's Sorry. funny. I don't I don't feel it's the same thing. I'm I'm consider myself a kid. I'm not a grown up. Is that why you have the penis hat? Yeah, <laughs> penis hat with a halo. <laughs> I have to explain now for the listeners. I'm wearing a uh, Anaheim Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, of uh, by way of Orange County Airport, and it's, a, it's the state of California with a halo over the top, and uh, apparently it looks to Jameson like a penis with a halo. <laughs> I don't know. I knew you guys were like edgy and funny. I just assumed you had a penis hat. Yeah. Well. Hey, we'll make the penis jokes <laughs> on this show. <laughs> All right. I can't let your Ryan kids off probably heard yet. that. I, I yeah. Can't. Keep keep hammering Ryan because we'll pray for him at the we're, end. Yeah. We are gonna get you converted back, Ryan. You <laughs> heaven is gonna open up tonight and just rejoice. <laughs> Heaven's gate. So I have a question. I'm waiting. Ryan. Have you ever told a lie? I'm just oh kidding. yeah. Are you going to take us to the sinner's prayer? <laughs> <laughs> the Romans road? Yeah. And have you ever stolen something? Have I? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, Me how too. can I believe you? Oh, wait, you're supposed to deny that. Dang it. Somebody <laughs> cracked the code. So what was there something in school, Ryan, that, um, that triggered this? Or was it just kind of a slow death by a thousand cuts? Oh, it was the council and I see ya. That was it. It was over after that. <laughs> no, Maybe I'm kidding. There was that. nothing. Oh, there man. was nothing that like. There was nothing that no. It just was little by little pieces started falling, and then it was like it disintegrated just right in front of me, ever so slowly. Was it scary for you? Oh yeah, dude. It. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you guys. I don't. Do you guys have faith? All three of you, or is there two and one? I can't remember. Well. Uh, I've been a believer for six years. Yeah, Jeff is kind of a Jesus guy, doesn't know the Bible at all. He had a a pretty crazy experience, and I told him to keep it that way. Don't start reading the Bible. (laughs) Yeah, stay away from God's Word. But just imagine, so so for me, God was the big piece. of. I mean, he was everything. So when that left, I mean, it's it's a horrible feeling when it's something you've based your life on, especially... I mean, I'm still paying my damn student loans for seminary, <laughs> so that part sucks. Still, but, that is bullshit. But That's when, salt in the wound right faith, there. When your faith is gone, especially when it's your wife's faith, too, and you don't believe it anymore, it's a very scary place because you don't know anything anymore, and you don't know how your wife's going to respond and how your family's going to respond or anything like that. It's a very tough thing to deal with completely. When you say that um, when it— God is the central part, but then once that's gone, so how, how did how did you lose, you know, quote unquote, lose God uh, through this? I wouldn't say so. It's just more of my definition of God expanded greatly to something that was a lot more widely accepted, as I, I'd say what happened. So instead of being so specific 
it opened up into being so much more than what I was narrowing it down to. That's what I say. So it's not like I don't necessarily believe there's a God or anything. I just think that that word is a very big word and I can't narrow it back down to the specific place that it was. And I don't feel like it's, I don't know. I don't feel like it's possible. It would take an act of God in order for that to happen. An act of who? <laughs> so, but you did you I learn this? <laughs> did you learn this at seminary? Like, are seminaries teaching this stuff, or was it something else? Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> we oh don't have God, no. we, we don't <laughs> have all the answers, guys. So you know, God could be. We're not sure. There is a God, maybe. We Pay have... us money. <laughs> well, in my, if I you want to expand your knowledge of God, <laughs> we don't have the I mean, answers. Right. Ryan can, Ryan can, I mean, fill in kind of the details, but I mean, the, the college that Ryan went to has been around forever. Bible college. You can bleep that out. I don't think it matters. But like, like my parents, they're in their 60s. They met. I mean, it's a very like well-known, prestigious place around here. And I have a few friends that are there now. And it does seem and my parents said the same thing, even in the 70s, where it, the goal kind of it seems like of the college is to really hammer your beliefs so much that like you're really either going to come out like Ryan where you're like never mind I don't know anything and I'm going to I'm going to search for truth now and figure this out or you come out just like you know I guess a really goody goody bible student <laughs> that knows everything so I I've I've heard that the goal really is for them to hammer people like they're not surprised when so many people come out not believing in God anymore it's wow I don't know would you agree with that Ryan somewhat yeah, somewhat. I think it's definitely, I mean, I'd say 99% of the people there just, you know, go on in the faith and just go deeper and deeper into their specific area. But yeah, it, I think every once in a while there's a few that, you know, go down the rabbit hole and things get different. So <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying is I'm the exception. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, this concludes the Bible part of I think there's. I, I think there's some... You know, uh, having only been a believer for six years, but having had really good conversations with Scott and Zach here and others uh, that have come on or just at our church, um, that people don't want to be pigeonholed into, like, this is the belief and you have to believe this way or you're really not going down the path um, Mm -hmm. with Christ. And... Um, I've really been, uh, I'll use the word enlightened by, you know, Zach and Scott's um, ideas that, uh, especially Zach, more than Scott, sorry, Scott, um, <laughs> but it's like, you know what, if we knew all of the answers, if we knew God uh, so clearly, then how big is God if we can just be like, hey, this is God, X, Y, and Z, do this, and you're fine. It's like that makes God very small. And I'm like, wow, I never thought of it that way. And mm-hmm. to be agnostic is like, okay, there's a God, but I'm not exactly sure what that looks like. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. when you when you guys, whoever said it, Jameson or Ryan, it's like, uh, shouldn't everybody be agnostic? That does. <laughs> I, I, no. I I understand the comment though. Agree or disagree? I understand I, the. Co- <laughs> I mean, so, I, but I think that leads whoa. into the question hey, of what. Hey, so what shut is, your mouth, Scott. What is God? Define God for you, Ryan. Um, okay, God this is, is so where the broad. stickler in Scott comes out. Scott, well, you're on. But I think he asked, "Do you really understand, though?" <laughs> 
And I, I, uh, I think he meant it. There's or a god. He didn't mean it. I guess. I mean, Ryan, there's a god. Yes or no? There's a creator. Don't yes pigeonhole or no? him. Don't pigeonhole him. Yes, Ryan, somebody. Just, go ahead. In order, in order to answer that, I need to know what you mean by that word. <laughs> that's I, why I. I, I could say I, I could say yes for me, but my my definition is very different than yours. Uh, a, okay, a a creator of the universe. Yes or no? I don't know. I can't say that there's a, what that that there's some some uh, you know entity out there that's personal that I I don't know. I feel like there is. If I would say, I'd say I'd have faith. Um, the t- the scales tip towards yes on that one. Oh, thank God, that there's, guys. There's hope. He's halfway there. We got him. <laughs> It's, yeah, you get him to deism, you can get him to theism. Yeah, I really, but uh, Ryan, I really empathize with you um, because I know I, I still have a faith. I can't, I can't shake this Jesus guy, and it's almost like one of Science Mike's axioms: like Jesus is uh, at least like following Jesus yeah. is at least a way of living that will provide reconciliation between people and humanity. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. And I, I knew you would. And and so, cause sometimes, honestly, sometimes I don't have it where I can't say, man, I'm really feeling it. You know, there's not this like, there's not like Christianese that flows through me in language that I can use that I'm confident using. Sometimes my prayer is very, well, sometimes my prayer life is non-existent because I just don't have it. And then other days I do. So I, I, I'm kind of like with you in that, and um, sure. I don't I don't blame you. I I will say I do believe there is this. I tend to believe in the Bible, the parts that give us these glimmers of hope, where it talks about the reconciliation of all things and Christ, Christ being the force before all time that's working to reconcile things, and how that happens is people buying into the way of following Jesus for real, not like some of the politic bullshit that's going on yeah trump <laughs> so sorry I, I got going but we'll, we'll hit no, no 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 but but i totally agree with you dude like for me it doesn't change who jesus is to me like i always like the power of the gospel is something i always connect to and always will connect to i just think the difference for me is is how i hold that you know i just don't i don't i like i want to call that person god so badly i just can't do that at this point and that doesn't mean it's that way always and it doesn't mean like i don't desperately want to try and be someone like i see in the bible with jesus i mean that's what i want i mean that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that is really alluring but at the same time i mean i dude i could go on for this forever i just don't want (laughs) to i don't want to suck up all your time no no this is a good conversation we're both of you brought up in the faith through your families yeah. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, we didn't, like I said, we didn't know each other until we were about right. 13 or 14. Right. Um, but I mean, I, at least for me, I had the pretty stereotypical like youth group, uh, you know, DC talk newsboys, uh, you know, that I feel like that always sums it up Jesus for anyone that grew freak. up in the church. Exactly. I had, yeah, I had a pretty stereotypical, um, you know, upbringing like that, but, and that's something we, we get into a lot, too, is I don't feel like I was raised very strictly, necessarily, or very conservative, probably like right in the middle. Um, I have more to say on that, but I'll let Ryan answer his part. <laughs> oh, I want to hear your part. I feel like uh, I'm yeah, doing we'll get all the talking. Sure. No, no, I, you just said I'd usually do all the talking, so <laughs> your time to shine. 
Well, it's, it's usually because we're on Christian podcasts and I'm the outlier in the conversation. Nah, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, my family was pretty. Uh, I mean, they were they were Christians all the way as far back as I can remember. You know, but um, my grandfather was a missionary, and my uncle was a pastor. My dad didn't go that route. But you tell, him, tell him how your grandfather ends his sermons. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Turn or burn. Pretty Kinda. much. Pretty much. But wow. Can you give us <laughs> yeah. a quote? You want a quote? I'll give you a quote. Fine. I'll give you a quote. Well, he, he usually, uh, so he was a missionary in Brazil. So my um, step-grandmother would translate for him. And a lot of the times, I don't even think she was translating what he was saying. She just, he just thought that she did. You know, she was kind of the bumper. Yeah. <laughs> But he'd end it with, like, you could listen to me or you could be wrong. And it was always just such a, like, ugh, like, I just, it just made my stomach turn a little bit. Like, I, I love the man. He's a great person. But, like, he is, he is just religious and he comes from that generation where that's, that's a big part of who they are. He's got it figured out. Oh, yeah. And it's just a rough matter of fact. Like, I, I gotten into hot debates with him about stuff. Oh, my God. I just realized I can't talk to him about it anymore. <laughs> uh, Ryan, the reason I I kind of a I asked the question, I mean for both of you, but since you lo really lost your faith here, um, mm -hmm. is that I I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Sea Biscuit. Um, <laughs> that's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen. Um, have you seen? I don't know if you've seen Encino Man, but. <laughs> Hear me out. Yes, that is awesome. Okay, but there, there's a moment in where, where the the character takes an entire engine apart just to put it together and make it his and make it stronger and more powerful. And I feel mm. like I hear these stories of people that <coughs> they get brought up in the faith in their family and, and it, and you know, you uh, just hearing about your grandfather's like, Oh gosh. And at some point it's like the wheels fall off and you're like, I'm just stripping this all down and, and I'm going to rest in this and, and then I'm going to build it back up. Whether you get there or not, there just there seems to be a theme in conversations I have with people who do fall away from the faith. And yeah. I mean, do you, is there an inkling at all that you're like, you know what? I just wanted rest from all of this. <laughs> and it could be, man. The big uh, the big thing I ask myself all the time is, is there something else? going on because to me i big i think a big part of why my faith fell apart was i reached the point of honesty where i felt like i had to go down this journey to like see why people don't believe christianity is true and like some of that stuff and just like asking myself like why do i have my faith is it out of fear is it out of like like what motive is behind my faith besides it being real faith and I don't know. I ask myself that all the time because I could easily, you know, I, like I told you before, I, I think, I mean, I hope that, that Jesus is God. That's, that's my hope, regardless if I believe it to be true or not. It's still my hope because I love that dude. The, the character I've studied about is someone that I've always loved and will always love. But 
I don't know whether or not there is a motive. I mean, my hope is that, yeah, maybe this is just a, a season to rebuild my engine and make it back stronger. Or, you know, maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe it's me seeing the world the way that it is and intended to be, maybe a little more mysterious than I was comfortable with. Because the hard part right now is living in this uncomfortable place of not, of just like, just like I want to adopt something. I'd love to go back to Christianity. I'd love to adopt Buddhism or something like that. But I just asked myself, like, I, I don't know. Is, is that what I'm supposed to do? And like, what's my motive for doing that? It, it goes down to the, you know, the, the, that kind of question that you're asking is what's behind it? Because it could be a lot of things. The big thing with my faith could have been like, man, you know, I've been fed this since as long as I can remember. I need to step away from it. I don't feel like it was, but it could be. I could easily be deceived. And, and Jameson, where are you? I mean, when, uh, how long ago did this occur, Ryan? Oh, this, I don't know, like three, four years ago, something like that. So probably four. Yeah. So, okay. Maybe, maybe in five. So how does that, uh, Jameson, in terms of your, your, friendship not that you know friends break over something like this especially guys they do sometimes <laughs> yeah they do uh, sometimes okay. it's warranted okay shut uh, up but <laughs> what what's that i mean what is that like as a you know a, a brother your your buddy comes in to you and he's like man i i'm i've lost it the the wheels have fallen off yeah i think i think initially it, it was really hard and especially just at the at the time ryan and i and then a few other really close friends were doing kind of a um kind of a men's group kind of thing and it wasn't like a bible study necessarily but uh we had a group of friends that we'd all known each other since we were 13 or 14 and and ryan kind of brought us all together to kind of say you know we're starting to get married and have kids like these are big life things that are happening um and we've all known each other forever but we always keep it pretty light so you know for whoever wants to Let's have this kind of men's group to meet once a week and really just support each other and go over some of these tougher life things that we're going through. So that, to me at the time, was was very helpful. And I was getting to know things about friends I'd known forever that I was so shocked about. And uh, so I think, for me at least, I felt like we were all in this really good place. And then there was just a night where Ryan kind of dropped this bomb. And uh, <laughs> I <laughs> and it's we talk about this all the time. I the this is how I remember it. At least I had seen Jimmy Eat world earlier in the week, which Ryan loves as well. And, um, and so I was kind of just talking about my week and I was like, man, I went and saw Jimmy Eat world. And like, I was with, I was with a friend who's a, like a very strong, I hate to, to use this like strong believer, but just like constantly talking about it. Um, and so we walked out of Jimmy Eat world and this friend was like, that was like worship to me, man. Like I just, I felt God so hard in that room. And I, like he was in there and it's so great. So I, I was at this talk, this, this men's group, we called it talking man and uh, <laughs> explaining to them just like, oh, it's not cool. How you could just feel God in these other random places. It's not like you have to be at a worship show. I'm just watching Jimmy world, like singing the middle, just having a good time. And I'm just like, man, like I just feel God right now. Isn't that great? Like my heart, my heart feels that I'm really happy. And uh, I, <laughs> this is how I remember it again. Ryan can correct me, but I felt like I explained that and I was very excited. And Ryan's response was kind of like, yeah, but I don't know. That's like, it's like not really a thing though. Like I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> But it was just like a, it, it was just like a deflating of of like of of what I had just explained, and um, and this is something I was just going to real quick touch on earlier about our different upbringings. I think mine's been largely experience um, where just like that, where I could come to Ryan and be like, I experienced this thing, and I could tell you all about it, 
Um, but Ryan wants more fact, and I'm I'm bad on that. And I think I don't think <laughs> I don't think you're bad on experience, but I think I've seen some weird things that I can't explain, and I want to just be like that was God, and I'm gonna rest in that, and it's so great, and it's easier for for Ryan to kind of be like. But here's why. Here's some factual evidence as to why it's probably not. <laughs> I don't know. Disagree with me if you want. Oh come on! I don't feel like I shit on your Jimmy World Party that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I just thought you'd be on board. <laughs> no, I thought we. Yeah, I, it was, dude. You, you go to those shows and it is. It is like a worship experience. Freaking a! I love that band. It connects you to something bigger. <laughs> now come on, disagree with me. No, I can't on that part because I thought that's what anyway. But um, <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's I I don't know. There's part of me that wants facts, but there's also part of me that I realize how much everything's taken on faith. So I I don't know. I and that's and that's what it is now, man. You guys have faith that Jesus is God a little bit more than I do. I, I feel like that's all it is. You know, it's just well, we all have faith in certain things and doubts and other things. And for me, it's just like yeah, I just have. A tiny little bit of faith that Jesus may be God, and you guys have a pretty good sized portion that that's the case. And for God. me, it's just like that's. that's to say. Say yeah, that again. Is there? Oh, go ahead. No, I was no, just no, saying no, that you had something to say. Oh, I saw you go. <gasps> well, I was waiting, waiting for these two jokers over here to say something, and I don't know. Ah, but uh, I no, can see but... all your faces. <laughs> oh, you can't see us. No, I just see oh. the dude in the middle. I can't remember your name. <laughs> Sorry. He's, he's you can only one. see one person? I can only see one person. That's it. Oh, Ryan, the guy on the... Okay, no. he's leaning in oh, now. There you go. He yeah. looks, doesn't he look like Lachlan? <laughs> doesn't he look like Lachlan Patterson, the comedian? Oh, my God. He totally does. Okay. You got to look that guy up, Zach, if you don't know. I it's good. It's a compliment. Lachlan. Lachlan. So... Does my hat look like a penis with a halo? <laughs> I see it now, but I don't want to see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No one wants to see other another per mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway. But <laughs> so boy. You, yeah, you're talking about um Jesus being God. So you're somehow it's like you're not w- wanting to believe in God anymore, but you're down with this Jesus guy. But somehow there's sure. a, there's a disconnect between Jesus being God. So there's an apprehension apprehension to believe in Jesus because he's supposed to be God. But mm-hmm. you're totally down with Jesus, but not down with That's God. Right. So where does that where does that come from? How how did this separation of these persons, quote unquote, um, how did that come to be? Where you're so down with Jesus, like factually is like factually Jesus is who he said he was, but he's not God. And then you can't believe in God because you can't prove God, or or <laughs> the facts kind of go out the window at that point. Uh, um, like it a, sounds kind of yeah. like it sounds kind of like the what the C.S. Lewis thing was it liar lunatic or lord that that yeah. sounds like where it's going. But for me, it's like no, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's more of a myth than I think we think it is. I think that we you know like I learned pretty um, fairly well about all the historical facts on the you know the historical Jesus and. And all the different reasons for why the resurrection's true. And for me, I just, I don't know. When I looked outside of, like, all these people that were so pro that, it just didn't seem as clear to me. You know? And it just, I don't know. And I asked myself the question. I feel like, I feel like the world we're in, like, there's more mystery to God than I feel like I was giving him credit for. You know? And so for me, it was like, I, I 
I believe in the resurrection whole, wholeheartedly. But then I, I can't tell you. I mean, I'm sure I could get into the nitty gritty details with you guys if we had a long spat to talk. But I mean, <laughs> right now it's just it, it just came to it where like I, I started seeing it as maybe more. This is more of a myth, kind of like other religions than I thought it was. And then that then that's kind of how it, it, it scaled back. You know what I mean? So it was like I could still love the story and love the so-called myth and kind of detach from the sense that maybe it's not the real truth. Maybe it's just hitting on parts of the truth. Does that to, make sense? To make you a better person just generally in life. Well, I think there's truths in life that remain true regardless of it, it's the truth, regardless of what faith you have or not. And to me, Jesus connects us to a lot of those truths in an amazing way. You know, I, I've, I love my kids, and I don't, you know, I'm trying to comprehend what love even is, but I know something true. The more I give of myself to my kids, the more I joy I feel in my life, and I feel like that's a principle I learned from Christ, and there's things like that throughout the Bible, and but you could also pick up another book and get some great stuff from what the Buddha said, you know, that will help your life tremendously, but to me, it's like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's, it's trying to find truth. And that's kind of where the, the journey's led me at this point. And I'm not saying I have the truth. I feel like I've hit on some core truths that have made me a much happier, more, more fulfilled person. But, you know, when it comes to God, I do. I'm just there's so I mean, I feel so small in the sense that I just, you know, I, I've only been around on this earth for 30 years. You know, how, how can I get myself to say that I know which God is God when it seems like there's so many out there? So many different people believe in different things and they all have valid reasons for why. And for me, it just, it came full circle where it was just like, okay, I'm starting to understand now why people could believe this or people can believe that. And it's just, it's a very humbling feeling, especially when you're in fucking seminary and you've got all <laughs> these papers and tests and freaking student loans to pay. It yeah. really, <laughs> you know, you guys got him worked up. No, I like I like that you said fucking, and then you followed it up with a freaking. Yeah, you're really pissed off about those student loans. I hope you're. At, I hope you're at two point seven five percent. Well, that's that's because my my dad's from Boston, and he just says freaking all the time, and I don't like saying freaking, but he it just like it just sticks on me because it yeah. just anyway. Freaking. That's awesome. It does sound, I mean, it sounds like you want the truth. And I think that's probably the most important thing. And, and you're open to truth, whatever you discover that to be. Yeah. But before we got to get to the beer portion, before we get, I want to talk more <laughs> to uh, Jameson. Jameson, okay. what are you drinking right now? And can you give us a beer review in five <laughs> words or less? And we're very, oh, no, I... we're very strict on the five words. I heard you guys do this on the last one. Um, after this, can I go back to, to complimenting Ryan? Sure. Mm. Okay, good. Because no. I had a compliment ready. Okay, no, actually, I'm drinking. Do, do the compliment right now, and then we'll do okay. the review, and then uh, we'll get to okay. you. Okay. You guys did touch on this a bit, and I felt bad for shitting on him for shitting on me. So <laughs> no, you didn't. I do think. Not really. But I do think that Ryan is in a, a position that's taught me taught me a lot. Um we talk about this a lot on Godspeed, but I've, I felt like growing up and this wasn't, I don't know where I got this from, but just that faith was very black and white. It was either you're walking with God or you were like a total asshole that was not, and you're turning your back. 
And so to see someone that's my peer and someone I've been friends with for so long kind of then just enter into this gray area and say, you know, he's not saying, screw this. I don't want anything to do with it. Never talk to me about it again. Like he is so hungry for truth. And so I think to realize that a gray area exists and for me to be more on the believer side, but also like, oh, it's okay to ask these questions and it's okay to like play in that gray area for a little while while I figure things out, like has been a huge uh, calming presence in my life, I think. So there's there's times where I just think Brian's more of a believer than friends that I consider just like hardcore believers that are at church every Sunday and volunteer at high school group, you know, that, that he's in a very like hungry pursuit of what is actually true. So that's my compliment for Ryan. Anyways, oh, let's not dwell on you. that. It's awesome. I'm just imagining <laughs> you guys giving yourselves a digital bro hug from the side right now. <laughs> yep. Side watch, hug. Watch those buns. Bun, bun hug. Bun hug. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> All right, so give us that beer review. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Ninkasi Total Domination yes. IPA. Yeah. Yeah, I was at Safeway, and I knew I had to have a beer for this. That's five and words. <laughs> Safeway had That's to it. have a beer. Five words. Done. Yep. All right, moving yeah. on. I'm so glad because I don't know anything about beer. That's I usually right. go by the label. You've listened to our five words. They're ridiculous. <laughs> Good. Nice. <laughs> Sharp. Tasty. Yeah. Good. No. Okay. <laughs> Bottle. Bubbly. Yeah. I usually just drink whatever is there, whatever is present. That's and I, I go by how pretty the label is usually. Same mm. with wine. Wine is the label and price. Oh, I'm, I'm totally down with that. Yeah. You guys should have a, a sister podcast that's all, that's three women drinking wine. Yeah, we've thought about it, like Babes, Bibles, and Bordeaux. Oh yeah! There you go. Yeah, we'll get on that. I was, I wasn't going to use babes, but whatever. Yeah, I've done it around my wife. (laughs) My wife is okay with it, so I get a pass. She's been on here a few times representing some ladies, and um, it's been great. But we'll get on that. Is that is that because you tend to only have straight white males on that you're like, let's get our wives on here? Um, not intentionally. It's been. For a good subject matter, but we're deaf. We were talking about it actually on one of the previous episodes of branching out a little bit because it's been like starting with our circle and then slowly moving out, reaching out to guests Mm -hmm. and like minded people. And uh, unintentionally, it's all been white dudes pretty much. So (laughs) it's just all I know. Black guys won't say yes to me. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I haven't tried. You have no oh, idea I've what you tried. just You have no idea what you just did for me. I'm going to isolate that so hard. Oh, Can you take us Jameson to uh how is how are you right now with God? It sounds like you still have some sort of faith and you've maintained it mm-hmm. or has it shifted? What what or and if it has, I should say, uh how has that taken place? Yeah, it's funny because Ryan Ryan will kind of ask me this every couple of weeks or so, and I feel like I have an ever-changing answer. Um, I think I'm certainly in a period of figuring out what I need to, even at 31, what I need to let go of and keep from like upbringing and from the cheesy you know youth group lifestyle that you come up with, and what's what's really yours and what's really somebody else's. I don't know. I feel like I've spent a good amount of time in lots of different categories of faith. I used to tour with like a Christian metal band, you know, Cornerstone, that that whole scene, and saw a lot of weird stuff 
there that I really loved at the time. I didn't I didn't think it was weird. I just thought, oh man, God's so here right now. Like like this this is where it's at and God exists here and why right. can't this happen at home? Um and then, you know, at the same time I've had huge life things happen, like a divorce, where then you just think, okay, well none of that means anything because why would God let this happen? So I feel like I've been fairly up and down with big life things, but I I can I would say I compare myself to Ryan and that I want to search for truth and I want to see what's real and what's not. But there's certainly like I always kind of say like there's just there is something to Jesus. There is something <laughs> to Christianity. There's there's a reason why my parents and their parents and their parents and so on and so on like have all subscribed to the same thing. And maybe my job is to just make it look different. And that's going to be my kids jobs. If I ever have kids, that's going to be their kids jobs. I don't know. Culture has a big influence on me in terms of how Christianity looks and how God looks. So that's also something I've wanted to get rid of. I mean, I, I feel like I have that fantasy of like, I want to go live in the woods with no, you know, no internet for a year and and just spend time with God. Cause I want to know what God's like outside of culture. Like we joked about that Goodfellas thing. Like we've ruined Christian culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm certainly in a pursuit of what does this look like for me as a grown man, not as a son, not as like a brother or anything like that. Just as a single male, no wife, no kids. Is this something I, I want to continue to pursue? And what does that look like? And is that gray area okay? That makes sense. Oh, totally. And for for everybody, you have to have your own faith. It's your faith in God that's that's what matters. Your it's not your parents' faith, it's not your wife's faith. It's your faith in God. And it, yeah, you can't you can't live based on someone else's faith when you're an adult. You 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 make your own decisions, yeah. and you're gonna choose to either follow God or not. But you're going to choose to believe in, in Jesus or not. It's, it's your own faith. You, you gotta, you gotta pursue it as your own, not as your parents or the culture or whatever. Christianity was, was in many other cultures before it ever came to Western culture or, well, I guess right. I should say at least, at least to America. Um, it, it's, it's not, a, it's not a white Western faith, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it's a, it's a Middle Eastern faith. Right. right. And I think I think that people that find it later in life or that don't grow up with it. I mean, and I, I feel like going back and listening to maybe Jeff's experience, because I remember having friends in high school who grew up either in a different faith or no faith at all. And that found God like around high school, around college and, and getting to watch like that transformation, getting to watch kind of like that 180 into them experiencing God as an adult or as a te- as a teenager. Whereas for people like me and Ryan that grew up with it, it's so easy to just take it for granted and just be like, oh, this is just a thing that we were told we got to do. We got to dress up and go to church. I would love to almost have like a refreshing reset as an adult and have it kind of like slap me in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and, and it can. So one of the things I, you know, Zach, Zach going through his faith journey, faith journey. Did I say faith in the first part? <laughs> Zach going through his quote unquote faith journey is like for forget about what everyone else says there's there's a church at large and there there there's going to be a huge disagreement but it's it's comes back to what you think about God forget about them because they don't interpret the bible for you the bible is true right it's the word of god it's god's revelation to us so you seek that as truth not what other people are saying about it as being true i i think that's an important distinction that 
that it's not a it's not other people's faith. Yeah, we can learn from them, right? They, there's tons of scholarship out there, but it's it's you seeking the truth out for yourself. But it's not through what people are saying. It's looking at the facts or the evidence, right? And 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 how do you weigh that? So I, I would just say, forget about what everyone else is saying, man. Go go back to it. You without the scripture, right? We don't know anything about God, Jeff. Read it. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> anything? We don't know anything about God without the scripture? I would push back on that if we had Okay, more time. push back on it. No. I'll, I'll so what do we do. know? We know that we exist and uh, that's it. All right. Moving on. Ryan Jameson, what do you think about that? Do we know God? Do we know anything about God outside of scripture? <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> oh, do you want me to answer? I was waiting. For uh, yeah, what'd you start? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, tell us about one of your A plus seminary papers <laughs> that we did. <laughs> I don't know about A plus. That's why I'm in this situation. Um, so, uh, well, I actually was just writing about that today because I'm actually trying to finish seminary. <laughs> um, Might as well. But um, awesome. yeah, so uh, what you're talking about? Like uh, it's called general revelation. And well, with God, just kind of—I mean, dude, I—I I, I feel like I experience it all the time in certain beautiful parts in the morning where the sunrise is coming up or something like that. It speaks to me that there's something bigger than myself when you're just hit in the face with beauty. To me, that speaks about God in a in a way that connects us to something bigger than ourselves. But that's kind of how I look at connecting to God at this phase of my life. Right, and and, and that's kind of where where it ends. You you don't. You know, like you said, it's it's general. You, it's there's something bigger. I'm not the king of the world. There's something there's something else out there, but that's where it ends. We don't we don't know anything. We don't we don't get to God is love. We don't get to God wants us to be in in fellowship with Him. We don't get to reconciliation without Scripture. Right. So that, that's pushing, what I was pushing back on your use of the word anything. Okay. So I was being a stickler. Okay. Good. Back no, it's towards good. you. So yeah. then. And then I clarified, okay, yeah, that God created. God's the creator, okay. And then what? No, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. I don't think I want to open up this can of worms. We already did. <laughs> I, I know. I, You're I think, such a wussack. <laughs> what is something, can you give me something, Ryan, about, I'm sorry, Jameson, about... Um, oh, no, you're good. Give me something that has shifted for you recently. You mentioned that it changes uh, something, whether it's about the Bible or what you think the Bible actually says about a certain subject. What... Give me something where you're changing and adapting and, and you feel like you're growing. Was that, sorry, was that meant, because I said that, Jameson, I said things are always changing. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I said Ryan at first and then I corrected to oh. Jameson, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought My you were fault. apologizing for not talking to me. No. <laughs> well, that too. No, no, I, I, I want to talk to you now. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, boy. I just I feel like it's always changing, partly based on just the sheer amount of information that's that's being kind of implanted in us daily. I mean, I could I could honestly say podcasts are a big part of that. Um, always changing, boy. I don't know. It's just it's the more that I consume, you know, podcasts or books or even even things that you wouldn't consider necessarily television and movies. Things that just <laughs> start to make me go in a different direction or think, okay, that's not as clear. That's not as black and white. Like Ryan will tell you 
almost everything in my life, I want a yes or a no. I want very black and white. It's only this or that. And so I still just have to continually strive to to be open to new things and open to, oh, maybe I do need to change my my views on this. I mean, this is another entire can of worms, but with, with what everything that's going on politically right now, uh, you know, I wasn't necessarily the biggest Trump supporter, but I was more so on the fence of saying, you know, can we just calm down, though, too? Like, let's just hope for the best. Let's just see. And now that that's all falling apart, of course, I want to be like, no, 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 I never said that. <laughs> so I don't know. I think just, yeah, in general, the more information that that is available to you. And then there's another there's a side of me that's very anxious and very anxiety riddled that I don't want to hear anything. I just want to internally process things. So for me, it's always trying to figure out that balance and figuring out what things are influencing me. Is this OK that this person or this thing is speaking into my life? And do I have the confidence to say, like, no, I disagree with that, and here's why, and internally, here's here's really what I think, versus what do my friends think, what does my family think? That's, I don't know, I feel like that's almost going to be a lifelong struggle. I hope not. It might be. <laughs> that, <laughs> Thank <that's>, you. <laughs> I, I think getting used to the struggle is what's, uh, what's brought me peace lately, is just kind of mm-hmm. accepting that I'm just not going to know. Because I know all the all of the apologetic arguments that used to make me feel safe and secure, I know all those uh, mentally and intellectually, but it it didn't help for shit when I was actually in it and my heart was kind of in pieces and dealing with you know a loss of different aspects of my faith and kind of figuring out what God was and uh, it's it's amazing how if your heart's not connected to the head, it doesn't really matter. Even if something's mm-hmm. actually true, yeah. if you're not feeling it, it's it might as well not be true for you. And I had the exact yeah. opposite. It was like my heart was not in it, and my head was like, no, this is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've always been, in any ministry that I've been involved with, I've always been way more the, the analytical, the head part of like, no, here's how we can do this. Here's how this should operate. Here's how we'll get people involved. And I feel like my, with the exception of Ryan, I've always had partners that are way more like, well, yeah, let's pray about that and see kind of how it goes. And it's like, you don't need to pray about it. This is just like facts. This is just, you do this and then this right. happens. So now I feel like I've almost finally shifted into being the person that's like, Ryan, I saw Jimmy World. My heart was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> that was God, clearly. Yeah. So I, I got a. A question for both of you: Where, or what has been? It's a deep question. Where, what has been the greatest uh, challenge? Over. <laughs> We're laughing, but it probably actually is a deep question. <laughs> what has been the greatest challenge that you have endured over the last um, five to ten years? Uh, in your, I mean, it, that's really struck your faith and and who you are and made you question a little bit of just your place in the world i'll say two of them um certainly getting a divorce from my wife we weren't married very long or anything it was more more of like oops we made a mistake we shouldn't have gotten married then oh man we've been trying to work this out it's been 10 years uh so it wasn't it wasn't that it was a brief thing but just having something so disruptive happen in my life and then 
just to see the ripple effects too, I think to see the friends that were like there day and night being supportive and the friends that just kind of like dropped off the map and still aren't around today. Um, so that's, I mean, certainly a big life event. And then being on tour, um, traveling, being, you know, living on couches, living, you know, literally sleeping on the concrete at Walmart, uh, just to, you know, get to Cornerstone or get to the next show or whatever, and then see, and then getting to those shows and seeing people getting healed, seeing, um, you know, these baptisms, just seeing like, just such a like strong concentrated, uh, scene of believers and then trying to wrestle with like, you, you see all that and you're like, I'm in heaven right now. Like, this is just, this is everyone that believes the same and we're all experiencing God the same way. It's so beautiful. And then leaving that and kind of being like, is this possible anywhere else? Is this possible at home? Was that even real? Um, that's certainly something we talk about a lot, but, uh, Ryan, <laughs> beat that. Uh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. I went to seminary and then like, I like, they, they told me like to like, I lost God and Scott, your impressions oh. are getting so good. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I owe him a bunch of money. <laughs> well, yeah. But I'm going to finish my degree. Hey, you gotta finish that. You mean freaking A, man. It's, it's a lot of money. No, you can say whatever you want. Freaking A. Freaking A. Sorry, man. So, hey, uh, uh, no, mine was, I mean, it, it is that, man. There's nothing, there's nothing that's been harder than that. The fact that, you know, I'm married. I had a kid. Well, I was having a kid when it all started to happen, living with my in-laws, going to seminary. And it's just a very, I mean, I, you guys know if you have kids, when you're getting ready to have a kid, how that's already affecting your world. Then, you know, taking a risk, quitting working for my father to go to seminary and moving in with my in-laws and then having the, uh, <laughs> the bottom drop was just a really difficult time. So I'd say, yeah, it was a very dark time that I felt it took, you know, it took a lot to get through. Because there was a depression that crept in, a darkness, and it was like a grieving period. It was really crazy. And I know my wife was terrified. I can't imagine how she felt going through it. Good Lord. Seeing me all wigged out on everything. And then she's getting ready to have a kid. And like now now her husband doesn't believe the same thing she believes. That was a huge part of us getting married in the first place. So, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, really difficult. And, you know, I think... It was difficult, but in the end, I, I think it, we have been a lot stronger for it, and it's forced me to be better in a lot of different ways. So I'm thankful for it now, even though it was by far a really difficult time. This is an understatement. Yeah, and so how has your wife been th- through this, if you can take some liberty and actually speak for her right now? <laughs> but how, how has she maintained... That. Are you pulling her towards the darkness, or is she maintaining her status in light? Oh, God. Well, you know, it's, it's definitely caused some balance. And I think even I'm, – I'm open to it too. So I, I, don't, I don't talk to her from a place where like, oh, I, I know. I know what you believe is wrong. That's not how I talk to her. So it's not like, you know, we, we can't have conversations. Because I honestly want to know like what – you know, why she still believes God is real, because there's valid things there, and she's had real experiences with God. So for me, I hope that it's an open conversation where, you know, it's not me railing against God or anything. And I don't feel like it's been like that. I mean, there's there may have been a few conversations like that, but um, I know for her that when she's had a conversation with me, it's it's been hard, because it's been, 
challenging for her, where she's had to wrestle with her doubts a little bit more, if I'm being honest, and I'm not even trying to get her to doubt, you know, because doubt is contagious in a lot of ways. You know, if I start speaking on all the doubts that you may have buried underneath the surface, they, they resurface. So yeah. for her, you know, it's challenged her in a lot of ways. And I do feel like even in her faith, it has made her better because it's caused her to deal with a lot of a lot of things that I felt like she was kind of running away from. So, and even for me, I feel like it's made it better because, you know, I can, I can accept that her faith is real for her. And, you know, it's been something that, you know, I don't necessarily understand all the, the, the personal experiences she had that she attributes for her faith, but it just, I don't know. It, it gives me peace knowing that I could be mistaken, you know, too. So I guess, yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's a good thing, even though it is a very difficult thing. Well, it, isn't it an indication of someone's faith that when, you know, like your wife, when she, you know, it, I'll say endures, you know, her husband um, coming to this crossroads, that, that someone who's a believer is not just willing to um, listen, but they're open to have the conversation um, with with any and all um, believer, non-believer, people that are struggling in their faith. Um, and as you said, your wife has probably gotten stronger in your struggle, if you let me call it that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's those that I experience in conversation that are very black and white, and very stringent on what I need to believe in. They're defining them as a human are defining, you know, for me, what I need to believe in instead of just having the conversation and uh, like your wife, just listening and struggling with you. I mean, there's so much to be said for someone who will just listen um, to those who are hurting or struggling or have questions or who are just lost. Yeah. And it's, I think it speaks to her in a whole, you know, a whole awesome way where it just shows how, how big of a person she is to me because, <laughs> you know, it, I think it, it terrified her first, but she was willing to not give up, engage and then take that difficult step, which I'm sure would have been really hard. It's a lot easier for me. I mean, my side's a lot easier. Like, Hey, let's come into the questioning side. I'm not, I'm not holding on to anything where compared to she's holding on to something that's precious to her that it feels like I'm trying to take away. It's a lot more, it's, it's just a lot difficult coming from that perspective. Yeah, that is amazing. And I want to say beautiful. Scott says I say beautiful too much on the show, but <laughs> no man should say beautiful as much as Zach says. Actually, no man should say beautiful at all, really. Unless, you reserve that, uh, unless, you reserve like, that for brides. Yeah, like once a year, like February 14th or whatever the date is. We don't do that one. <laughs> so you guys, um, how how has... HM, what's the affiliation with that? I think it's Jameson. You worked for HM? Um, yeah, so HM kind of graciously came along and, and kind of just let us use their name, really. Um, they wanted to start a podcast for HM Magazine. I, me and Ryan were kind of already in talks to figure out how we wanted ours to look. 
And David Stegg, who runs HM, I was kind of just talking to him about it. And I thought, man, you know what would be really helpful is if we could just say, like, this is HM's podcast called Godspeed. We can we can use HM's kind of branding and, and all that. And it's it's been really helpful. It's It's been helpful in getting some of our guests. Um, part of that also come, yeah, I, I did write, I write on occasion for HM, but I've been a freelance writer for a bunch of different magazines for the last 10 years, really. So any, any guest you see on, especially for music stuff, for the most part, is just built off of some, some contact I've had over the last couple of years. So HM, yeah, HM is, um, we, I remember go, kind of going to Dave and being like, well, here's how we want to be. We don't want to be, you know, just a Christian podcast. That's just like, all right, uh, Jesus is awesome. If you agree with that, let's talk about it. Yeah. Like we, <laughs> I was like, that's not, uh, where Ryan stands and that's not exactly where I stand. I want something a little more real than that. And they were just like, great. That's where, that's where HM is kind of headed to. So, um, you know, get who you can and, and, and go hard really. So they've been really, really great, really supportive. Oh, I think we might've lost yeah, Ryan. Do we lose a bummer? I don't know. He might, he might be getting, I have no idea. But on, <laughs> on that note, do they censor you at all and, and kind of have, have things that are off limits for you guys to talk about? Um, no, not at all. And David, um, Oh, he, Ryan texted me saying his phone is dead. So you, you guys got me for a while. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Um, thanks. <laughs> yeah. What a what a rude guy. Um, no, not at all. Um, HM, it's interesting because we've even in our short lifespan, we've gotten people saying like, "So Godspeed." That's it's like a Christian religious thing, right? And we always have to be like, uh, "Yes and no." I mean, we talk about that. We want it to be a topic, but at the same time, if we're just interviewing some comedian who has nothing to do with that, we're not going to shoehorn it in there. So HM has never said anything. David is very uh, like-minded, I would say. We've had him on once. We're going to have him on again soon. But I think HM's branding, as a lot of people know, I mean, HM's been around since 85, which is insane. Yeah. But HM before David took over, which has only been a few years, um, was, you know, pretty well known for just being... For being Christian, being faith, having you know the faith slant, asking the "What do you think of Jesus Christ?" question, um, which I which always bugged me. But I think David, with David taking over, he's a younger guy. He's way more involved in this similar scenes, music scenes that I have been. So I think he wants to take it more of that that route and just say, you know, if God happens or faith happens to be a part of what this, these people are doing, then then fine. If it's relevant, talk about it. If not, we're going to be a music magazine, um, and that's that. So. It's funny because Ryan and I chose Godspeed for a few reasons, but I thought at the beginning he was like, you think it's too like churchy sounding? And I was like, no, because everyone knows it. It's just like saying good luck to someone, just not as, you know, not as common. And we'll still get people being like, ah, so this is like a church thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. Dang it. They didn't get it. I know. (laughs) I I say it's from The Rock when Nicolas Cage's name is Goodspeed, but... Apparently that wasn't universal enough. <laughs> this was really, really good. I was telling Ryan beforehand that, you know, I try to anyone that I connect with, especially in similar realms, I I, I want to be honest in saying, like, I'm going to go listen to this. I'm going to go subscribe. At the same time, there's so many to choose from. There is. It's uh, so tough. Yeah. But I when I finally I listened to, I think, like maybe your first episode, I always want to go back and hear someone's like, oh, God, awkward beginning, you know, oh, and then like, Scott and the Mormons. The one. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so oh it's such a temptation to always do that radio voice yeah but uh i'm i'm about halfway through your your latest episode um just from today and i was i was cracking up about it by myself so i was like okay this is this is one i'm gonna stick with <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was rough because we literally just threw a mic out and started drinking and talking and with no regard for what we were actually trying to do and that just slowly that's built that's yeah. the best i love it and you guys didn't know about bad christian until after you started you said no i didn't they were they were i mean not to say this is everyone's experience but they were certainly and i, I they're still instrumental i i work for their bands actually i did the pr for all the bad christian bands nice um but they were the reason I like started listening to podcasts in general. Like I vaguely knew what they were podcasts. And then I got theirs and I was like, Oh yeah. Like I hate talk radio, but this kind of makes sense for some reason. Yeah. I think they kept us going though. Cause we probably picked them up a few months after you, I think Zach picked them up and then he's like, Hey, check this out. And then I think that kind of yeah. kept us going with it. I was binging, mm-hmm. but I I wanted to quit a few times because it it's just there I want the honesty. I but honestly now yeah. there's so many podcasts that are starting to do what they're doing and what we're doing, what you guys are doing and it's to kind of leave as much bullshit out that we can yeah. and to actually talk about life and sometimes sometimes yeah. it's lighter than other times um but just to be real and I think there's a market for that. And honestly, I, I left you guys yeah. an iTunes review. It'll probably show up tomorrow or the, or the day after. I want to see the uh, Religion and Spirituality Top 200 populated with more podcasts mm. like you guys because there's there's so many. I guess it's needed. There's a market for it, and some people need it, but there's too many Osteens and Joyce Myers and all those people at the top Mm-hmm. that are just kind of giving the sermons that a lot of people feed off of, but it's not real life. So I really right. appreciate what you guys are doing. Yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, I feel the same. It's something with bad Christian was that the appeal was like, Oh, this, this is how me and my friends talk and they're exploring things and saying it's okay. And they're, you know, people that we already, we were already familiar with, you know, like if you were an Emory fan, you were already kind of like trusting of these guys. So I think that helped a lot. Um, but it's funny cause as I explored, as I started looking at other podcasts, uh, Christian ones, especially like there's none that I listen to that are, that are ultra conservative. And it's not even that I steer away from that, but I started to find more and more that were like us. And like I said, in the beginning, part of that's discouraging cause you're like, ah, I wanted to be original. Um, yeah. but then the other part is like, no, like I love that there's so many, that are similar and so many Christians that are kind of standing up and saying like, let's clear out some bullshit here. And and talk about like the really tough things and have like I I wholeheartedly mean that about Ryan kind of being inspiring to for me to figure out that there's nothing wrong with the gray area and I feel like God would rather have you question and grow in your faith than just being like a blind sheep so yeah I'm encouraged that there's stuff out there like us and like you guys and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep listening awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. What's yeah. uh, give us the details on how people can besides checking out Godspeed podcast on iTunes and or whatever your podcatcher is. What how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, I'm on the Twitter all day, every day, as you guys can tell, because I have a desk job. So Godspeed podcast. That's how we connected. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think actually all our socials are Godspeed podcast. So we do a lot of Twitter only giveaways too. We try to 
give some music away and some books and stuff from our guests. So Twitter is certainly the best way, but we don't have a website or anything at this time, which is just fine. So mainly just looking up Godspeed podcast. Our logo is a little, uh, little light bulb that Ryan's wife designed. In fact, she's on board. Nice. So that's the best. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot for coming. Thank on. you, Jameson. Yeah, thanks, yeah. brother. Say hi to or bye. Say, Say bye, bye to, to Ryan. Ryan for us. <laughs> yeah, I will. I, I appreciate what you guys are doing, and uh, I thank you. I hope we can stay in touch. Yeah, we Absolutely. will for yeah. sure. All right, take All care. All right, guys. Have a good night. What'd you think, Jeff? Did you get all the questions out? Uh, yeah, I mean, the questions just came to me. I know Zach had a rack of them, and I wanted to make sure that he could get through them. Would you say it was a nice rack? It was a good rack. I mean, yeah. I'm happy with the rack. Did you get through all your questions, Zach? Mm, yeah. <laughs> that was a no. I like those guys. I do, too. I like them a lot. I think they're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I think they're doing the Lord's work more than Osteen or other it's, people of his ilk. It's not saying much. Well, I think people are just burnt. I think a lot of people are burnt and cynical of... The stuff that they get fed and the they polish. They see it. They see right through it. They're like, this is BS. This who are, yeah, but I agree. But who are who are you talking about? Do you, or do you have any anyone specific in mind? So not the church in general, the or maybe the church to in our, general. Our podcast, the people listening to bad Christians. It's like a fine this growing. No, 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 I, them. Who are the people who are polished, who are coming off as polished? I though? think okay. He said that. Almost I all didn't. sermons. But I'll, I'll just say, say I would be in opposition. Anybody in anybody in opposition to our podcast in opposition in that get out of the they way. would not want to say that in a sermon because it would lose them money, it would lose them listeners, and there be a there be a, a it would turn into not a scandal so much. But they just, have a system to protect. Yeah, and yeah, and I, that's what I love. That's what I love about podcasting independently. And there's yeah, not, we're not beholden to anybody. Yeah, because we make a ton of money. Except Jesus. Unless Stone Brewing Company wants to sponsor us for Stone I'm Fortune. sure we would do something different if someone wanted to pay us. Yeah. Hey. All right. I think that's the point. It's just I get it, right? I, I get that there is pushback against certain types of, of Christianity. But I think it's against the fa- the fake Right, Sheen. So it's not. So, and that's what I. I want to clarify because I'm the clarifier. It just always seems like we're talking about, or someone's talking about Christianity as a whole, Um, the Christianity in general. Yeah, the Christianity I grew up with, and I'm rebelling against that, and I'm going after Jesus for real. Well, it's like, okay, well, are you actually criticizing church as a whole, or are you criticizing Joel Osteen? Because there's a huge difference, obviously. Right. I mean, I gotta say, I I really. I like Joel Osteen. Right. Now, if you want to say... He has a place. Yeah. And, the, and, then, and then also... I'm glad you said that, Jeff. He's because an enthusiastic I, guy. I kept mentioning that he, he does have a place, and it's what some people need. So there's my caveat. And he, I'm unashamed about that caveat. I read his book, and I listened to a few of his sermons, and I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure he's given hope to people. And like you said, everybody... Was it when he batted his eyelashless eyes at you? Uh. <laughs> yeah, he's giving <laughs> false hope to people. No idea. I did not know. I'm not trying to picture that. What does that look like? 
<laughs> I don't know. But let's get out of here. Oh. Hey, guys. Thanks for hanging in there. Scott. Details. I, I just, you know. No. I think it's no how can people details. find us? I don't care. Up. They don't want to find us. Just bbbpod.com. Right. Google Bros Bibles and beer. Just Google it. If people, if you Thursday, can't find, if you're listening to this thing and you can't find us, something's wrong. You know, you know, Google Scott, it. you Google know, Scott, BBB you're amazing, you're amazing. What the f- Trump just teleported in here? <laughs> Donald Trump is here. Your hands are small. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can I shake your tiny hands? <laughs> oh, good grief. Just don't touch do, each other. You do. How was bath time with your daughter? <laughs> That's not funny. Why am I laughing, bitch? That's messed up Black guys won't say yes to me I want to clarify because I'm the clarifier